Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. All right. We've all got beverages. Here we, we are. <laughs> Here we are. Two of us are sparkling. And one and of us. I've got flat. Flat water. Sparkling or flat? Flat. Flat. That's how they do in Europe. They make you feel like an animal for wanting plain water. Yeah, flat, flat water, no ice. Well, actually, no, you feel like an animal if you ask for ice because they're not giving you ice. And I say this because we are so cultured women of the world. Yeah. We are women of the world, women of the world, women who have lived, women in STEM. <laughs> women in STEM. Um, and your voice, your ears are not deceiving you. You are hearing three separate voices today. It's the three gals, Haley, Claire, and Jacqueline hanging out, ready for a new episode of the A Block. How is everyone? Jacqueline's wearing her eye patches because if you're ever with Jacqueline, you know she's always wearing eye patches. She's a pirate. <laughs> and by that, we mean a pirate eye patch. It's she's her pat- double eye patches. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's double. It's happening. I had them on earlier because I worked out and came home and 
um, washed my face. I just like got in my PJs and I was ice rolling my face and I was like, oh my God, that sounds so good. I was like, I need to put those on. And then I was like, whatever, I'll just leave them on. (laughs) Leave them on. I'm truly curious because my hot take is I really like, I do them every now and then I truly do not feel anytime I wear under eye patches, they do anything. Like I don't feel, so do you really feel like they are doing something when you're wearing them? Like, cause you are the most dedicated eye, under eye patch wearer I know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, so it definitely depends on the brand. I yeah. will say there's, um, so <clears throat> like, I don't know about you guys, but I really like wearing them because when I, whenever I wake up, especially in the morning or like if I like ate like salty foods the night before, or if I was drinking, like I, my face is just always puffy in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if you want to follow Kathleen Jennings on Instagram, she's a really good follow. She like tells you how to like depuff your face, whatever. But, um, there's these green ones that I have on right now. I do notice a little bit of a difference. I mean, not a ton, but like, it's just enough, you know? Okay. Yeah, it gives you just enough difference. Also, it's probably part of the ritual of it. You probably yeah. feel the a, they feel yeah, when I do them, I enjoy the feel yeah. of them on. I'm like, oh I like I and I feel like I'm really doing like something. I'm like, oh, I'm doing it. I've got the eye patches on. Yeah. So here. I also have these ones, which is these are crazy because you're they're like a full circle and your eye basically is supposed to go like in the donut hole. Oh, nice. Cool. So you look like you've just had some sort of intense eye surgery. (laughs) Totally. But I like cut cut it. So then you can just like, so it's not so, you know, whatever in like on your eye. And I think these work the best. Like if you're super, um, like if you're just like really tired and your face overall just feels puffy. I think these like work the best. I feel like I've shared the link to these on Instagram before, but I'll like share that again too. Um, and I'll share that one blogger or I guess influencer that I follow because she like has, she shares a link to all of these and they're all on like Amazon. Okay. Nice. Yeah. No, but no, I, yeah, it's when I do wear them. Yeah. It's just, if they feel good, it's soothing. You do feel like, look at me, I've cracked the code on taking care of myself even if it doesn't do anything I just like the routine of it it's like relaxing whatever I just wondered if everybody else out there has been seeing like drastic results from these eye patch things because I'm like I enjoy like I don't I certainly do not wear them as often as you do Jacqueline but like maybe once a week or no, not even that often, but when I do it and I'm always like, Hmm, I don't think that actually did anything. I'm not mad. I'm not mad that I did it, but yeah. just when I'm the best is when I pull them off and then I rub the, yeah, the little, like, oh, the yeah. I'm like, now I'm really doing it. Now I'm really changing the landscape of my face right now. I'm like, I've turned I'm, back the clock 20 years. 20 I'm a years. child. <laughs> I'm but a baby. <laughs> I'm a baby. <laughs> Well, good. Oh, and Lord. talking about it, I'm like with, I was just saying before we started recording um, with the colder weather and drier weather. Now my skin is starting to feel that dry tightness. And so it's time to up the game, start to yeah. pull all the big guns, all the big guns. Love it. Um, okay. Well, how did everyone, what'd you say? 
I said, sometimes you just got to pull out the big guns, you know? Yeah. Right. And for me, that is women's. Well, it's not even women's. It's this woman's. My new favorite body lotion is Vaseline. Ooh. Ooh. And yeah, so it has actual Vaseline in it. Let me look at it. It's women's. So Matt, my husband, he, I ended up stealing his lotion a lot because he uses like Vaseline men's body lotion and it's fast absorbing smells kind of masculine, but in a nice way, it goes on like a dream. And so I was like, they have to have a women's version of this that doesn't, um, smell quite like Axe body spray. Um, and so I went in search of it and it's Vaseline. Crap, 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 crap. Hmm. I'll find it. I'll I'm find it. But it's, it's in a, what I said, I'm loving this story. It truly. So just know for a while, I was just walking around using men's body lotion, smelling like an Axe commercial. I support it. I'm, you know, I'm a Vaseline truth. Oh, I, I know. Love Vaseline product of any kind. Oh, I knew it. I knew as soon as I said Vaseline, you, as soon as I said it, you did, you go, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. oh, Vaseline intensive care, advanced repair. Hmm. What color is the bottle? It is white. I'm going to try to pull it up. For some reason yeah, I bought this before. It's good. I know exactly what you're talking about. I yeah. yeah. All right. Well, whoop. can't see a thing. She Haley's showing us her phone and it's just a blank white, white with a blue oh Vaseline God. symbol. <laughs> I'm on my iPad, which is from like 2006. And so whatever, I'll text it to the group. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. not adjusting. Anyway, so if you're needing, and this has really helped me because I love this lotion. It goes on really quick. I don't like lotion that takes forever to rub in. I don't like it if it's greasy. I don't like it this rubs in like a dream, dries really quick and is hella moisturizing, like mm-hmm. hella. Like I'm obsessed with it. I think this is the, un- and it is, it does say it's unscented. I think it's got to be the same formula as the men's that I was stealing from Matt. Why do they have to go and ruin some, a good thing by putting men's scent in it? Does anybody's <laughs> lotion, I mean, like it, when you're doing like your base coat body lotion, do we really need a scent? No, we're yeah. going to build on that with other things. Yeah. Do I need to have on a masculine body lotion that then I put my feminine perfume over to create a bouquet? Like when you spray cheap air freshener in the bathroom? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. It does keep people guessing. It does. They're like, does she smell good? Does she smell bad? Is she a man? Is she a woman? Is it Maybelline? I don't know. So many questions. And I love being a conversation starter. Absolutely. Especially when that conversation's happening without you. Oh, oh, I love to know. I've got to keep people talking. But anyway, Claire, so try that out. Let me know. I sent a a picture. I'll try to remember to post it to our A block story. Um, Men's um, scent. How many men are actually using the body lotion like that? Who knows? There might be some dudes that are into it. I'm proud of Matt for using the lotion. You probably would. I'm proud of Matt for using a lotion. Oh yeah. yeah. He loves a lotion. He doesn't use it. He usually he'll come to me in a panic and I think I bought it for him once or something, or maybe he bought it and then I've just repurchased it for him. He never, he doesn't use it on a daily basis, but then about once every couple of weeks, he'll be getting out of the shower and he'll be like, Oh my God, I'm so dry. Where's that lotion. And then hilarious. I love to watch him put lotion on because it's as if he's just met his hands for the first time. You know, men don't know how to put lotion on when he puts it on his face. He's like, uh, uh. yeah, it's like, he feels like he's 
tried to remove his skin. I don't know. But then he's, it's usually he'll be like, my legs are itching. My back is itching, <laughs> you know? So he doesn't use it on the regular. He uses it in desperation, but I've got it there and it's ready for use. There. There's any left if I haven't used it all. It is something to behold when like a man washes his face and like decides they're going to put like a moisturizer on their face. Cause it is like, have you, have you never touched your face? Like, have you never? Yeah. Like, I'm like, you, what you, you like visualize what this might look like beforehand, <laughs> just like prepare yourself for what you're doing. It looks, yeah, like a true animal from the wild, yeah. like what a bear would do. Yeah. True. You put lotion in a bear's hand. They're like, what? And they're yeah. Like, it, truly. Like when you watch men do activities like that, like, I just, I'm like, what do you think the goal of this exercise is, sir? Like, what are you trying to accomplish? We're just trying to rub it into your skin. That's it. We're not trying to get to your bone. Yeah, that's all we're trying to do. I mean, we were talking on our show today about how men dry their hair with a towel. And I said, it's as if they're trying to get to their skull because they all do the, well, they rub it really hard. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? Are you trying to remove your hair? What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Like, that make- I think every man does it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to my knowledge, it's a, it's a gender wide phenomenon. Um, but hey, that's our only complaint about men. Everything else about you. Is Everything great. else, ten out of ten. No complaints. <laughs> Love doing it. Love them. Well, any news is or anything before we jump straight into our topics, and you guys all know what our first topic is going to be. Oh, Hell, it may take enough time. It may be our only topic. <laughs> we can't say for sure. We don't know yeah, for sure. Pretty much the um, only thing that's happened in my life in the last few days. Yeah, truly. I was going to say, I've, I was like, maybe I'll springboard off something one of you says, but truly I've just been deep diving. I've been on three hour plus long walks since the album dropped just to listen to the album. It has helped me wake up um, for an early wake up, uh, early workout three times now. Cause I'm like, well, if I get up, I can, I can listen to the album. Yes. See. Of course. And so that's, okay. worked out. that's worked out for me. Um, I love it. So yeah. Midnight's Taylor Swift dropped. Like Let's get into it. it. We got to talk about it. It was the night we recorded our last podcast. It was about to come out. And so now yes. it's the Tuesday after. And it's here. Oh my God. Um, Initial. What was the first song you listened to? Did you I listen to it in order? Yeah. You did. Okay. So and what was the be- first song? Lavender. Is it Lavender? Lavender. Lavender. Yes. Okay. Um, Let's start. What are our thoughts? Yeah. Initial takeaways. Anybody who just like overall thoughts on the album? I just, uh, elation. I was just so, it's just so fun. I'm just absolute elation. Like, yeah. Just so fun to have a whole new slate of songs and just this discovery. And there's nothing like that first moment you first get to listen to a new Taylor Swift song where you're like, this is a moment that I'll never get back. And I'm sad. It's I'm elated that it's happening, but I'm so sad. It's passing me by at the same time. I'll never have this feeling again, where I'm listening for the first time and hearing the lyrics where you're like, <gasps> when she says a crazy lyric or when she cusses and you're like, yes, Taylor. Yeah. When she's like, she talks about being high and you're yeah. like, Taylor, no. It's a totally different experience listening to a new Taylor album than any other. Cause like there are plenty of other artists I love. Yeah. Um, yeah. There is something different about listening to a brand new Taylor album, I guess, because she's psychotic and we are also psychotic 
And it's, yes, I think it's that. Yeah. It's that it's yeah. the psychosis. It's the mental illness. It's mental illness. Well, no, I think it's because she, she does, she, you know, obviously she's a superstar, but I think she, she's such an amazing writer. And it's like, you can identify with every single one of her songs and truly each one you listen to, you think like, Oh, she wrote this for me, but it's also thrilling because we all know she's been a star for so long. We all know every relationship she's been in. So it's that thrill of <gasps> who's she talking about? Oh, she's talking, she's calling him out. She's doing it. Look out boys. Yeah. So I will say, I really like that all of these songs are basically like little, like made up storylines, like folklore and evermore. No, they're not made up. She made a specific point of saying that about this album. Really? Yes, they're about specific midnights in her life. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that is true. Oh. Jacqueline, this is changing everything. How did I not know that? Okay, yeah. I'm sure that was missed that. introduced the album is written yeah. across different midnights in her life. I, I'm pretty sure. That's the no, way I'm taking it. Okay. No, she did these are specific midnights in my life yes she did say that Jacqueline is that oh you're gonna have a totally different feeling when you re-listen when this podcast is over I totally was like oh this is like folklore and evermore where these are just like all like little like made-up storylines no no way these are midnights from her life and they're oh man I love it I saw a tweet yesterday that said and I made me laugh it said I love listening to Taylor cuss she cusses like she just got permission I was like, no. It is. She says she's got such fire behind each cuss word because for so long, when she was in country music, like she wasn't allowed to cuss. Yeah, because country music is not going to play a song with a cuss, and neither is like pop back then from either. But it's more acceptable in pop music or you know more mainstream. Interesting because like the glimpses that we've gotten of like the real Taylor, like the so we don't get those often. But like more, more so those are like the stories about her or like the like paparazzi photos of her, or like with her and Joe, like in the UK or whatever. Like she is a very, like, she is a 32 year old woman who like drinks and cusses and like is, I think we've learned like she can be very cutting and she has a really like dry sense of humor. And like, she's got all this, this personality that is like pretty, like, I would say adult but there is something still about her persona as a singer that is still kind of like, yeah, she cusses like she just got permission. But like, I'm yeah. sure in her daily life, like she cusses all the time. Like, like I, we I all- it's such an interesting, I mean, she's da- obviously she has a persona. And yeah, but every other, it's like, yeah, you have, to, it's like, she's a 32 year old adult woman. She cusses, yeah. but it, I think it truly is. It's just like, because she didn't cuss for so long and she slowly kind of crept it in the more albums she's come out with. And this one, she's just like all the cuss words, all the cuss words, bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> she's I'm like, I'm a bad girl now. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing, like this was, I think up until the red album or like maybe like the original red release yeah. um, or like the summer after or something, there was that whole thing how she had never shown her belly button. Do y'all remember that? It was a huge deal. I mean, I was like a psychotic blogs reader at that point in my life. So like I knew everything about everything. Bells enough for me to be like, oh yeah. yeah, yeah." And now like in she released like her music. She's and now she like shows her belly button all the time. But long story short, every time I see it, I'm like, oh you (laughs) slut. Belly button. (laughs) Just showing it freely. 
she's out there slinging her belly button. Look at her go. Mm-hmm. Going to drinking. Drinking. Kissing. Kissing. Maybe more. I, I don't know. I don't. Well, she's not married. She's not married, so there's no, no way. We know of. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Um, current, what's your current favorite song? For me, it's changing day by day. Right now, what is the song you're loving the most? Agreed that it's changing day by day. I think yeah. right now, oh, I, right now, I think it's Sweet Nothing. Oh, so beautiful. So, oh, see, even just you saying that, I could change to that because they're all so good. Mine currently today, though, that I've listened to probably six times today is Midnight Rain. I love oh, I love, it. I love actually Midnight Rain was my first favorite and I think overall that will remain my favorite favorite it's just so good and just the creepy beginning the first I I, that's it. what I've seen a lot on TikTok people being like with showing when they first listen to it we're like what the hell is that yeah it, it is would, shocking weird I'd say my top is I, I really switch between Lavender Haze and Bejeweled oh both good both as my good. top two yeah. I also love the Great War. Yeah, I love Karma. Karma. I fun. love Mastermind. Yeah, Mastermind is good. Antihero, obviously, I think is like I don't know that it technically needed or, or is it technically the title track? I mean, it's not a title, so I guess that technically doesn't fit title track. But because she made the first video for it and said in those videos, like this is my favorite song that I've written in a long time, I feel like it in my head is kind of the standout single. Yeah. from the album so this is the one I listen to the most and adore very much I think it's yeah. so and what everyone's quoting already it's like yeah. the iconic line yeah. it will never be high it's me hi I'm the problem it's me yeah <laughs> I've got that in my top five maroon, oh absolutely I love maroon as well yes same when she says fucking legacy I'm <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> badass Taylor I'm like yeah I swear yeah, I, yeah it, once does it a second time even harder and I'm like oh wait I'm sorry my current favorite I'm I'm wrong my current favorite is Paris I'm obsessed with the song Paris that's a good one too I'm I'm not listening yet I'm still working my way through the album there's a couple I still listen I haven't even listened to Paris okay good all right I'm just gonna move that up tracks okay yeah because I'm still I've still got like six songs I haven't even listened to yet I have to listen to each one multiple times Yeah. yeah 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 My yeah. favorite off it's of a like the- job. It's a full-time job. Okay. Working yes. our way through the album. Yes. <laughs> yes. The first I- thing I asked that morning when I went into work is I asked my 65 year old male boss. He like, I hadn't seen him. I'd been in the office for like 45 minutes and he got in and he turned around and he goes, Hey Claire, how's it going? I go, Hey boss. Hey, have you listened to Taylor's new album yet? Dropped at midnight. And he was like, uh, no, I haven't, but I <laughs> was aware there was going to be a new album. And I was like, great. And then we were in a meeting later on and then everybody left the room and then I was still sitting in there and he was messing with his phone. I said, you downloading Taylor's album? And he <laughs> just glanced up at me and looked back at his phone. And then I left. <laughs> He's probably like, oh my God. You <laughs> left the room and he was just like, <sighs> meanwhile, you're walking to your desk like, do I work for a loser? Okay. Absolutely judging each other. Oh yeah. You're like, okay, I guess you're boring. Yeah. I give I him reasons on a daily about, basis. I guess you don't care about lyrics. Yeah. I guess you care about speaking to my heart. Yes, you don't care about poetry. Okay. Yeah. Poetry. Although I will say an antihero, and I know it's a big topic. I'm one of the people I think 
sexy baby is so hilarious. Oh. I, I think it's so hilarious. Even the first time I heard it, I was like, what? I know. I was like, did she say sexy baby? Sexy and baby. She, and I'm like, she did say sexy baby. That it's was just one way. of those things that didn't really stand out to me initially. And I just was like, okay. And then like, everyone was like, that's so weird. I'm like, I don't really think it's that weird, but I don't know. I think it's just the phrasing. Like it's I've never heard a funny phrase. Yeah. 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 It is funny. Look yeah. at her. Sexy baby, <laughs> like it's just weird. <laughs> and what is she? I've seen people. What? What's the opposite? She's a giant or monster? A monster on the hill. Monster on the hill. Yeah. yeah. And then, so I've seen some commentary on that. A girl did a whole thing, and she said that's referencing Beowulf. And uh, there's this co- uh, a sister Grindel. book. Grind. Yes, people are saying that's on it because it actually talks about monster on the hill approaching the city. But then, sexy baby. I've seen references. People saying. It's in reference to um, a 30 Rock scene where, have you guys seen this? No, the only thing I kept, I don't, I don't, it's from that. Yes. Okay. I'm so glad you said that. I hadn't heard that yet, but I've been thinking like, why is it familiar to me? I have heard Sexy Baby before. Is it, it's from the episode where like, it's that um, Christine Milotti girl. She comes on as the comedian and she's like a sexy baby. Okay. And then he stays like, okay, you got to drop the sexy baby thing. Yeah. Yes. And the girl's like, but I am a sexy baby. And it's just like, so maybe it's, it's like, just coincidence. And then someone else posted a clip from Ted Lasso, where that playboy soccer player, if anyone's seen Ted Lasso, he says something about I'm a sexy baby. <laughs> it doesn't hit as hard when a man says it about himself. Um, it means but, so I guess the when they call, has, when she says you smell like a baby prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sorry. I got choked on my excitement over that. <laughs> yeah. But it makes me laugh every time. And I'm like, it's just, for me, it's just funny. Cause yeah, it's just an odd phrase. But also just like, I've never described other women. It's just like, there she is a sexy baby. Well, and I'm like, sexy baby. in on the joke. Like at first I thought, oh no, when people were making fun of it, I was like, oh no, Taylor's probably like, oh, people don't like my lyric. It's like, no, she's in on how stupid it is. Absolutely. She knows. Taylor misses nothing. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why it, she did it honestly yeah the phrasing yeah. really hit home for me this week too uh because among our private circle we received some photos from the wedding that we were at this last yes. week and I feel like I've never felt more like a monster on a hill as opposed <laughs> to a sexy baby seeing some of these photos of just like and all like they were somehow we all managed to be in some of like the most unflattering positions or just make some of the absolute most god-awful faces going about like our lives like we're not doing anything too out of the ordinary and just being captured on film and being like oh wow okay so I think everyone else is a sexy baby and then there's me I don't even know what and so every time I heard that song after seeing those photos this week it was just making me laugh I was like yep I feel that's like, that's yeah. <laughs> slowly lurching towards your yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Just so funny because a lot of the pictures came from one of our friends' moms, and it was so sweet, but it was such a mom move. Like a lot of the pictures that were sent were very cute, right? Individual shots, great group shots, everything was fine. But then a couple of pictures that we were like, why wouldn't you have just deleted that? We look horrible in that photograph. <laughs> All of us. I'm like, this does yeah. nothing for my dis- body dysmorphia. <laughs> like, it's a candid like, pic- 
Yeah, it's a candid picture, but it's not like a cute candid picture. It's like everyone's face is caught in a weird moment. Everyone's standing at a weird angle. And it's just like, um, it truly looks like you, like if you search your house on Google earth, and if you happen to be standing outside the day they drove by your house, like you could oh, only be worse than, and you I'd just say woke 86% up. percent of them I'm blurry. Like I, cause I'm constantly <laughs> moving. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't Clara's bother to stand still. Yeah. Clara's if nothing, if not a live wire during time. <laughs> like. yeah. But okay. So I don't know if I'm prepared to rank this album um, in terms of all of Taylor's albums. I yeah, do. I'm really not ready like for that either. I'm not. Sh- I, I just don't know where it lands yet for me. Yeah. I, I need to know its longevity first because yeah. Like, I remember early on, I would have said, I don't like Reputation. Reputation's one of my least favorite Taylor albums. And now it's, like, probably in my top. Like, I love Reputation. And Uh I'm a rare person. I don't love, like, I'm not, like, a 1989 stan. At the time, I would have thought I was. But now it's, like, there's, like, two songs on there I might listen to. But more songs are in heavier. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Yeah. And it, so I'm just, I'm not ready to make a judgment on Midnight's legacy quite yet. No. Um, what are your top five? Like, and top no, five. it doesn't even have to be like in order, just in no order, like top five favorite songs. Uh, okay. Top five favorite songs on this album. Um, let's go. It's going to be, yeah, this is going to be an order. So it's going to be. Yeah. No order. Paris, Mastermind, Sweet Nothing, Midnight Rain, oh God, Maroon. Yeah. I really love The Great War, Bigger Than the Whole Sky, High Infidelity, I really like, Um, Glitch, Would Have, Could Have, Oh, Antihero, I like them all, I like them all. I I don't have any skips right now. Like any of them come on and I'll listen to them. Yeah. I'm loving them all. I'm, I'm still working my way through my current five are, I mean, some of the first ones we all listen to because of the order, but I'm still working my way through them. And they're the ones I've easily listened to the most anti-hero maroon midnight rain. Um, uh, yeah. Maroon anti-hero midnight rain. I really enjoy Bejeweled, actually. I wasn't jamming I Bejeweled. Bejeweled first, but then now that I've listened to it a couple of times, I'm like, ooh, ooh. and then the video has come out. So I'm like, once a video comes out, I'm like, oh, okay, we're really going in on this song. So yeah. am I. <laughs> and um, Karma. I actually really like Karma. Karma's great. Because I like, I saw someone post about it on TikTok and they were like, I think the vibe of this is, and it's so true because when you first heard the track was going to be called Karma, it kind of seemed like it was going to be like, kind of like vigilante shit, kind of like yeah. hard, like let's get crazy. And then- it's kind of just a saying that like, look, you were in a shit situation. Someone mistreated you. They did something bad to you. You go on knowing you did nothing wrong and you've got peace and know that shit will find them. And I was like, that's true. Like karma will take care of it for you. And so I've just kind of, and it's just kind of a, I don't know, a blissful vibe. So those are mine right now. Claire has moved her camera where it looks like she's filming. Um, I don't know. Mystery science theater with her cat. Like they're about yeah, to do something. Like what is going on over there? Well, yeah, he just walked right up here and was like looking at the computer. And so I just thought I'd let him in on the, the chat today. Uh, what are your favorite songs? 
But hold on about karma really quick. Did y'all see, you know, Iggy Azalea? Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. She tweeted, karma is so good. And all these Swift Swifties were like, oh my God, she's a Taylor stan. Yes, karma. And she was like, uh, LOL, I do love Taylor, but I was just talking about actual karma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. She's like, but yeah, so funny. Talking, but... <laughs> I love that. That's so good. She's like, oh, actually, I was just saying. She's but, like, uh... um, <laughs> but yeah, very... Jackson, what are your top five? Okay, my top five are okay. It is Lavender Haze, Bejeweled, um, Snow on the Beach, um, Vigilante Shit, and High Infidelity. <laughs> no five you give. Could there be one that we're like, mm, really, that one? Any yeah. five you give? Anyone out there could give any five. And I'm like, yes. I know. And I have a question, and I don't think any of us have even like, put that one up. Yeah. yeah question i know that's the thing my top five could be very fluid that all five could be interchangeable yeah it'll change tomorrow for sure but yeah i don't know i also feel like this is one of those taylor albums where like the more i listen to it the more my favorite songs on the album will change yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well and there's parts of songs like there's a part of you're on your own kid that i really love but uh-huh. the song in and of itself is not like going to, it's probably will never be my favorite song, but I love one part of it. So I'll always listen to it. Cause I'm like, Oh, I just want to listen to that one part. Yeah. It's the bridge of course, because that's what Taylor does. The bridge um, is always like, Oh yeah. And it's um, a long bridge. I'm like, is she going to get a breath in here? I know it goes on and on. And that's how, um, there's, that's how would have, could have, should have is. Same. There's a really long bridge and there's a TikTok. I was dying at this TikTok because like the true Swifties out there are like, they're okay. They're bonkers. Like these people, I, I actually don't know how like they do anything else because yeah, the, some people are too obsessed. The amount of time they're devoting to like clues, Easter eggs, theories, oh, making it's too much. It's just like, I really, I mean, I, I'm being completely honest. Don't know how they have time to do anything else. Yeah. But there was a funny, um, TikTok. It was the bridge of would have, could have, should have, which is kind of what people think is like the sequel to Dear John. It, everyone thinks it's about John Mayer because she talks about being nineteen and different things. Oh, um, interesting. But um, there's this like I think it's from like a video game or like a Jeep simulator, like Jeep Wrangler simulator, where it's just animated video of a Jeep rolling down a hill and it just like. And it, it, but it's put to the bridge of this song. And it's so funny. Because it's like getting out of control and like building. And I was dying watching that. Oh, that's so good. It might be of a different Swifty like creation during for Invisible String from Lover, where um, it's like there's some part of the song that like. I don't know it, but it's just video of this person floating. And I don't know. It's so funny. It's so stupid. And I don't even know if these people who are making them understand how funny it is. But anyway, oh. 
I, I really, love it. The content. Taylor Swift content on TikTok is so good right now. So good. Uh, Jacqueline, I sent, I'll send it in the group in our group text, but I sent it to Claire the other night and I've watched it probably 10 times. There's a girl on TikTok who is, I guess, a professional voice coach and people challenge her. And her whole thing is talking about how some of Taylor Swift's melodies are actually incredibly difficult to sing. And it's kind of crazy Taylor can sing them. And so people send her specific lyrics and she tries to sing them. And they, it is so hysterical. The one I sent Claire, and I've watched it 10 times. It's the part where she goes, I want to say it's love. He never called it what it was. So it's like high, low. And she's like, okay, cool. And she goes, want to say it's love. Okay. Want to say it's love. Never called it what it was. Was. She goes like, (laughs) laughing. Was. She goes, what was. And it is (laughs) so hysterical she also did champagne problems she's like well, i remember all my champagne problems <laughs> it's so hard to sing normally it is it's just like who it's like if it's not taylor what are you doing yeah that's so fun i so um speaking of theories about some of these songs have you guys seen the theory that i think it's called bigger than the whole sky mm-hmm. is potentially about her having a miscarriage Yes. And when you listen to it with that in mind, it seems it's, I'm like, what else could you possibly be talking about? Like, I I saw that theory earlier today on TikTok. And then I like went and listened and listened to the song and I'm like, oh my God, it's really sad. Yeah. What? And a lot, even if it's not a lot of women. Yeah. and saying it really touched them women who have gone through miscarriages they're like oh my gosh this is exactly how I felt so even if she didn't mean it that way people are like already like oh what a beautiful song this has touched me so much you know so it's so nice yeah it is a really sweet and sad song and I was so thrown off by one part of it like the first like two times I heard it because in that song she says what could have been would have been should have been and she has a song called "Would It Could Have Should Have," and uh-huh. I so I thought that was that song. And then I like so then I I wanted to listen to that song, and I went to play "Would Have Could Have Should Have" or whatever, and it's not that song. And you're like, what the hell? And it was like, this is yeah. I don't know what's going on here, Taylor. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was trippy in a way. Um, okay, and so what do y'all think of the two music videos so far? Okay, I've not. Wa- I've watched some of the jeweled, and I'm just appreciating the beauty of it. Taylor with colorful eyeshadow on, I instantly was like, I love this. She's but- never. I don't know what's going on with her, but she looks really good right now. She does. She's totally. Looking really good. She's looking she's, really good. like she's not too thin. She's yeah, not, yeah. Like, which I know is terrible to say, but like, there's been times where she, I think, has been really thin. No, she's I agree. Healthy and happy, and like really pretty. She just. Yeah. Seems- unapologetically herself and within that she is just fucking glowing yeah 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 absolutely no she's looking absolutely perfect what'd you say i wonder what that's like i'm sitting (laughs) over here (laughs) my dry skin and my i I can take a shitty a shitty candidate of taylor right now absolutely um yeah i okay i watched the anti-hero video and i was just like what are we doing There's so much to unpack it's weird as hell um 
I couldn't get on board with it. I probably will never watch it again. Bejeweled, I've watched most of it when I was like at work today and I was like watching it and then just, I just was appreciating the beauty of it. I love the jewels, but you know, so neither one has blown me away. In general, music videos make me a bit uncomfortable. Like, I don't know why. I just, there's something about them, like, especially when the singer is like the star of the music video. And I think historically, I don't really love Taylor's music videos. I know some people do love them. Uh-huh. Then uh-huh. Just like, yeah. Every time I watch it, I'm like, what are, Taylor, what are we doing? What are we yes. doing? Antihero especially was just There's like, a lot she, of ideas. She was like, these are my crazy, like she said something like my intrusive thoughts. And I was like, these are intrusive thoughts. These they are intrusive thoughts. We are in fact, we are drinking from miniatures. We are throwing up glitter. I don't know what's going on. And like some things are really silly. Some things are really serious. And then why I, I, the part of that song I truly do not understand is when we take the left field into her um, daughter-in-law and yeah. I'm like, what's no, going on here? Part. What are we doing? Yeah. going. Yeah. It, it's a whole fever dream. I'm like, well, we've left reality. <laughs> I feel like historically with Taylor's um, music videos, I feel like I probably have been like 60, 40, 60 as in really not liking them and 40% as in liking them. Um, and I think that's kind of how I was with this. Like I liked Bejeweled's Antihero. I just was like, okay. That was a music video. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes me sad like- because from the little teaser clip she showed us before she released any videos, and I saw clips from what ended up being the anti-hero music video, I was really excited for what it might be. When you were seeing the yeah. two tailors next to each other, I was like, oh, she's like really exploring like the duality of her persona or like, yeah, a darkness and like a poppy. And that's like, very up her alley too. Yeah, but it wasn't really that. Yeah. It, it was, was kind crazy. of that, but not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, definitely like, uh, what I've seen of Bejeweled, I've liked it better. Antihero, I was just like, well, you know, my thing with music videos nowadays, I just kind of feel like they're played out. I don't get music videos anymore. I feel like back in the days of TRL and MTV, like they were it. When a new music video was out, it was like, oh, it was yeah. as equally important as the song. Now I'm kind of like. Well, she's really one of the few who do them. Yeah. Who does them. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah back in like the heyday of TRL and VH1 of course like it was like everything and I did I think I I did like them then because I'm thinking of like oh, the 90s early 2000s videos that I love but it was somewhere in like the mid 2000s where I got this weird uncomfortability about music videos because I remember I was working at Nordstrom at the time and we played music videos in the department and I would get like so un- I was like oh my god I hate this oh. like it's just it, like cringy, like these ideas people are having. It's like people just, I don't know. It's like they're, I hate it when a music video has like nothing to do with the song. And a lot of music videos okay. are that way. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of how this really was, song. where I'm like, I don't know what we're doing here. Yeah. It's like, yeah, what, what is going on? But yeah. Yeah. Bejeweled was fun. There's, and apparently there's like untold amounts of little clues and stuff in that music video. So, those people who look up, look for those are just, I don't know, probably suffering from chronic insomnia now. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're going to be all over our TikTok uh, for you pages here. I saw one um, theory. I mean, oh my God, I can't even get into it because like, 
I am very deep into these TikToks. Like I do watch all of them. And so like, there's always theories about like, are we getting a double album? When's the next re-release coming out? When's this happening? When's that happening? And there was some um, theory that like, there's eventually going to be 26 full songs on this album. Yeah. Because we're going to get, we got three, we got the 3 a.m. version. And then there's, they think there's going to be like a six- version and then a nine version because she released that clock and there's different I don't know but that was exciting to me that was that was a theory that I was like oh that would be fun because that would just mean more music but Uh there's other theories out there that people are just too much and reaching and honestly I'm like guys you don't know Taylor (laughs) 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 like I'm sorry I hate to tell you. <laughs> yeah. And I feel bad saying that and kind of bursting that for them. I'm like, guys, come on. We all have passions and things we're passionate about, but it, there's such a thing as a super fan and it, and it reaches over the line into weirdness. And it's like, okay. <clears throat> it's called, right. isn't it called like a, a parasocial relationship? Like where you here, parasocial relationship. Let me look up the definition. Okay. Parasocial relationships are one-sided relationships where one person extends emotional energy, interest, and time, and the other party, the persona, is completely unaware of the other's existence. Yeah. I'm so, going to just start commenting that definition onto a lot of these TikTokers. Be like, guys, I appreciate the work, but it's going a little too far. And just so you know, here's the relationship you're in. You're in a parasocial relationship and it's scary. And hey, we've all been there. Hey, we've talked on the podcast before about how we've all DM'd celebrities, so. We do it. (laughs) We've all dabbled in the parasocial world. But it's good to put a name to it because that way we can start tackling it, you know? I agree that this is something we're in and yeah, we can start tackling it. Yeah. Oh Um, my God. um, We are eating as Swifty fans. Yes. I mean, this is a great time to be alive. A time to be alive. We're all sexy babies in this Taylor Swift era. Mm. Mm. Oh my gosh, Saturday. wait. Halloween, I'm going to be a sexy baby. <gasps> oh my gosh, and please describe the costume in great detail. <laughs> Thong diaper. <laughs> Glitter eyeshadow. Top completely bare. Okay. Yeah. One curl. <laughs> oh, right over my eye. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like the iconic baby curl. Um, Drinking a cocktail out of an empty Gerber baby food container. Mm, Of course. Challenge me. And crying all night long. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Can't wait to be at that party. Here's Claire. Sexy baby. Isn't she the girl who has no friends? Hmm. (laughs) Interesting. Today at work, actually... I love questioning in my mind the effectiveness of a thong diaper. Because, you know, mm. if you're going number one, great. If you're going number two, you're opening yourself up to what parents affectionately call a blowout. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just. <laughs> but I'd imagine your diaper is just for show. Please tell me you're not using it at the party. Like, I haven't gone to the bathroom in hours. This thing has saved me so much time. <laughs> yeah. I just don't really go to the bathroom anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't go to the ba- I'm really circling the room, meeting a lot of people. <laughs> crying a lot (laughs) these are just ideas we're in a brainstorming session right now yeah these are just ideas um okay any other 
yeah anything else yeah final thoughts I'm loving it I'm I'm just loving it there's nothing like getting a new and like you said Claire there's nothing like the experience of listening to a new Taylor Swift album is so different than listening to any other anybody else's new album yes I can't agree more. I'm so excited to listen to it more and to hear lyrics that maybe I didn't hear before and to just know every single word to every single song. No, no, that's the thing. Yeah, we're in, when any song comes on, we're like, ee. yeah. Um, while we have time as well, we got to talk about Leslie Jordan who passed away. That really only 67 years old. If Leslie Jordan had done a million projects, but a lot of us knew him through Will and Grace. If you're younger than us, you may have not known him on that. You may have known him uh, from American Horror Story or more the likely, pandemic. The pandemic. He yeah. shot to fame on TikTok and Instagram because he found, I think, a whole new fan base. People that didn't even know who he was. Yeah, it it was really shocking because, as my mom said, he posted on Instagram just the day before. And it seems, yeah, he suffered some kind of medical emergency while driving and, and uh, died in a car crash, which is yeah, just such a tragic end to the whole. Yeah. You, you just yeah. think about the way, the way life can end. It's like, dang. But yeah, I mean, and I think, yes, I knew him from Will and, Gra- Will and Grace initially. And yeah. what he was a cute little funny man. But then I think he really was just so endearing to so many people because in those early days of the pandemic, when we weren't doing anything, everybody was following Leslie Jordan on Instagram. Oh or Twitter, and he was so just cracking us all up. Yeah. He, and so it's like, he was really there for us during a time when you needed something like that. Yeah. And so yeah. it's just tragic to think just two years ago, he was, you know, at the top and now he's not with us anymore. Yeah, but it's just, it's making me, I was watching earlier today a mashup. Um, I think I saw it. Someone had posted, it was like a YouTube compilation of the funniest interactions uh, between his character and Megan Mullally's character on Will and Grace because they hated each other. Beverly Leslie. Beverly Leslie. 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 The world's oldest woman, she called What do I, and that's, I, I use that line all the time about a different, an actual woman in real life. I would always say she's the world's oldest woman. I love that. I'm, I, I, Will and Grace is like one of my all time faves. Me too. Yeah. The world's oldest woman. Why Beverly Leslie? <laughs> he said, great to see you, Karen. And she said, well, if you were sitting on a phone book, I'd say the same. <laughs> and then she's talking terrible about him. And Jack's like, oh, he's coming. And she says, well, of course he's coming. He's one of my dearest friends. <laughs> I haven't you seen guys- too many episodes of Will and Grace, but I feel like I need to watch it like all the way through because I think I would love it. It's oh my god! Her and I were obsessed with it when we were in high school. I think my sister back in the day bought like the box set of DVDs. I have the I have several seasons on box set. Yeah. So good, like oh, iconic writing. Megan Mullally is the star of the show, in my opinion. Like if she's not in the scene, I don't care about it. Megan is amazing. Jack is amazing. Oh, just Jack. John Hayes. Yeah. Um, They're all so good. They are, It's like, it was truly like the perfect cast chemistry. Um, yeah. Oh shoot. What were you saying? World's oldest. The world's oldest. She, in that scene, she's in her office. She says, I wish I had a handsome man to come visit me. And he comes in and goes, well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> Looks at Grace and goes, but I've got the world's oldest woman. <laughs> <laughs> well oh he and didn't he like part of the time live in chattanooga 
Yeah. So he, I guess, I don't know if he's from China, but during the pandemic, he had moved back into his mother's house yeah. in Chattanooga, Tennessee, which was also so cute and endearing. It's like Leslie Jordan is living in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Sweet thing. And he was a sober king. He had ha- battled addiction earlier in his life and was sober for the last however many years. He was just such an inspirational light, like in so many ways, funny, um, had a great story, was obviously very talented and successful. So small, just the very cutest, sweetest thing you've ever seen. And uh-huh. yeah, it's just, it, it is, so I think everybody was sad yesterday to learn that news. Yeah. It was just out of nowhere and it just seemed too short. And yeah, it's just like, he really had just been having such a good couple of years and we all had with him and it was just like, ugh. but yeah, Jacqueline, definitely check out Will and Grace. Anybody out there, if you've never watched it, check it out. Such a good show. And just the scenes with he and Megan Mullally, Megan Mullally's character is a perfect character, but then combined with him and their mutual hatred written into the show is so just their quips alone. And just go search YouTube compilations of just their interactions. I, I mean, it, do that tonight. I laugh- Oh, I laughed so hard today. That's the only one I can remember, but there were like 10 and it was just quick back and forth on every single one. I was just. I, had, oh. I didn't, I didn't look at Megan Mullally's post yet, but my mom called me last night. My mom and I, we watched Will and Grace together. So we were huge Will and Grace fans when I was like in high school. And then actually after I'd graduated college and I lived at home for a little bit, my dad and I watched the whole series and he loved it. Um, but my mom called me yesterday. She goes, you have to read Megan Mullally's tribute to. Oh, yeah. oh, it's really long. Oh, it's just, and this photo of them is just so absurd. I don't know if you can see it, but like. The oh, little- God, look at him. So oh. funny. He so just seemed like such a light. Yeah. Yes, that is a true bummer, a true bummer. And just such a rotten way for things to end but such is life as my mom has told me time and time again we're all gonna die in those low moments you have she's there to comfort you in a way she does think it's comforting she's like just know we're all gonna do it and like thank you mom thank you you're right in a weird way it is kind of like yeah so why am I worried about this stupid thing we're all doing it you're not gonna be left out no one can escape it Speaking of death, I mean, truly, the thing that made me feel most close, closer to death than I realized we were was the news that Sophia Grace is pregnant. <laughs> when up. I saw that, I was, I was like, like it, she's still 11, so that's yeah. illegal? I was like, no. How if old you, is she? 19. Okay. No, that's not allowed. Nothing's ever made me feel closer to oh, death. Sophia, okay, so <laughs> Sophia Grace. That, I'm like, am I 90 years old? Yeah, apparently we are. Is she the blonde one or the brunette one? The brunette. Okay, I never could keep them straight. Yeah, Sophia, Grace, and Rosie. Yeah. <laughs> Sophia, Grace. My friend's dog's name was Sophie Grace, and they were, I knew this dog, and this is when they were big at the same time, and so it's always <laughs> just been a, been a front, front of your mind. She's pregnant, shared a sonogram. I guess she has a YouTube channel. And she's got a little boyfriend and they, yeah, they're having a baby. But I was like, when I saw that, I truly was like, what? Time is passing at a rapid rate. It is. Oh, if they're cousins. Got- I didn't know they were cousins. Yeah. She's 21 weeks pregnant. Oh. Everything is good with the baby. And she added that she knows the gender and will reveal it to her followers at a later date. 
exciting. Yes. But yeah, and I've seen a lot of comments, people being like, hey, the news that makes you feel incredibly old is yeah, this. Same. It's really, that's how it made me feel. I was like, time is but a whisper. Because <laughs> that was just nice. yesterday. She was rapping Nicki Minaj as a child. <laughs> now here we are, she's going to be a mother of a child. Crazy. That is crazy. If Ellen doesn't send her a baby gift, what was it all for? What she was needs it to all have for? like as a guest? Oh wait, Ellen's over. Ellen should say her season, It's ended officially, right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's over. It's been over a couple months now, right? It's been over for some amount of time. I don't know. I couldn't. Wow, put- <laughs> love that fact. Thank you for that. <laughs> for for some amount of time. Hey, it's we're all gonna time. die. We're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. Thanks, Blair. What is time? What is time? What What is is a sexy baby? Mm, You're looking at her. A line that Taylor said that I really, the first time I heard it was kind of like, what? And then the more I've heard it, I'm like, oh, she speaks right to the heart. And it's so nice to know she has the same thoughts we do where she says, I searched the party full of better bodies. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we all think that. We all do it. Everybody's got a better, everyone looks better. Everyone's prettier. Everyone's more svelte. Yes. A lot yeah. of felt bodies there. A lot of felt bodies. Yeah. Well, a lot of felt bods. Um, all right. And Adidas finally coming out swinging, saying they're going to lose $246 million by canceling their partnership with Kanye, but it's worth it to them. Uh, well, yeah, I would say. I, I, think- I would say this is probably about two weeks too late, but sure. Yeah, exactly. That's my thoughts too. I'm like, okay, great. But yeah. What it's just honestly at this point, like I think everyone I, I saw an interview or um a quote from Trevor Noah the other day, because you know Kanye and him have had beef and Kanye said stuff about him and someone asked Trevor recently, they said, Do you saw beef with Kanye? What are your thoughts? And he's all he said was, I don't have beef with anyone who has a mental illness. I mean, for real, it's it's I was talking about this with a girl here and I was saying, you know, like it's I'm scared I'm like it makes me sad or like kind of scared and she was like oh I don't think about him that much and I was like well no I don't think about him that much like I'm I actually don't really have like before this any feelings really one way or another about Kanye like I was never a big fan of his music and I don't know I don't own these whatever um but it's just scary it makes me sad when it's like this person is clearly unwell and they need help and I don't know how that changes. And I mean, but also what I will say is being mentally ill does not make you racist and say anti-Semitic things. Yeah, absolutely. Plenty of people with mental illness who do not say racist things, who do not, you know, hurl slurs and say this inflammatory stuff. Um, He obviously thinks this, whether he's bipolar or not, or depressed or not. Yeah. You still have the wear, but yeah, it's just, it just makes it worse and makes it seem for me, I'm less able to just slam him and be like, what a piece of shit. What the hell? What he's doing is horrendous, but because you know the background and all the true craziness that's gone on and his, uh, you know, he and Kim had been open about, you know, his mental health struggles. It makes it kind of harder to just write him off. Cause I'm like, this is a man in need of help. This yeah. man needs help. Yeah. I mean, he, but he's also hurting people in the process and, yeah. uh, exactly. and yeah. people listen to him. And as we've seen, unfortunately, neo-Nazis around. Uh, the world seemed to be I mean, those signs in LA. I mean, that's scary to think that there's people still alive on this earth, living and breathing that genuinely believe that. 
Yeah, agreed. Yeah, no, they're it. I mean, and also that they, well, they live in the shadows crazy. until someone like this speaks up and it makes them think it's okay. And we've seen this. Yeah, it makes people, makes people sure. bold. Yeah. People that actively harbor those opinions about human beings. It's yeah. just dark. And yeah. Kanye yeah. has been given several time, has been given several chances to like walk back on these comments, like in different interviews he's been doing. Um, the interview. Why are people giving him interviews? I blame these media outlets that are doing it. Yeah, I know. I mean, like at this point, like I, I don't really know what needs, what treatment he needs at this point, but it's like, I mean, finally Twitter and Instagram basically took down his accounts. Thank God. But yeah, it's like at this point, like we need to stop giving him interviews and, maybe even I don't want to say not talk about him because I do think it is important to talk about how wrong he is but on the same hand I'm conflicted because I don't want to give him a platform and I don't want to give his these horrendous beliefs a platform but I think it's important to talk about how wrong he is and how disgusting yeah um he is honestly yeah no I think you're absolutely right yeah yeah anyway Adidas finally jumping on all these other brands had cut and Adidas was kind of the last stronghold and his biggest and on most lucrative partnership well, lucrative so. for them too and I think yeah. I think that must have played into um well obviously it did like the money aspect of but like also I'm sure there was a lot of stuff they had to figure out I, I wonder what goes like when a brand, especially when you've got such a big, but partnership and like such a lucrative partnership and legal matter partnership with someone, how long it does take to like sever those ties. And like, if you come out like immediately and say, we're not, we are cutting ties with him. Like, I don't know. I just wonder about all the mechanics that go into making that happen. Oh yeah. It's got a business aspect out of curiosity. So Yeah. Yeah. So I'm reading the, um, an article by Forbes and they, um, so they're reporting that Adidas said on October 6th that the partnership with Kanye was under review. So yeah. 25th. Well, because he's so, been talking mad shit about Adidas saying they've been ripping off his designs and stuff for weeks. So I, they probably already were like, okay, um, yeah, they're trying to figure out like what they can to, do. That's what I mean by like legal stuff. Like what are they able to do and like what can yeah. they say? You know, I'm sure yeah. there's stuff like that that goes on to like minimize what they're on the hook for. But I don't know. I mean, obviously the reason why it took time more than anything is just all, all business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure too they have some sort of contract where there's like, you know, they, prob- they probably had to give Kanye like so many days of like a heads up or something like that. Maybe in a yeah, and they make a ton of money off of Yeezys, but yeah, not any of my money. I'll tell you that. Same, because I never bought money, it, but I won't spend it on that. Yeah. Oh wait, right. anything I, else, gals? Before we dive head first, cannonball into self care and faves. Oh, I do have one quick story that I forgot I wanted to mention, and it's truly just a mention. Yeah, but uh, the man dubbed. The world's dirtiest man has just died at the age of 94. Just uh, months. Just months. 
after having his first wash in decades. So I'm not saying the shower killed him, but I do think this is a case for not bathing. Guys, he lived to 94 and he didn't bathe. He refused to use soap and water for more than half a century, fearing it would make him sick. And I think my, my man, Amu, was on to something. Good, that makes me feel better about waking up late this morning and not having time to shower. So I feel good. I'm healthy, actually. He had avoided previous attempts by villagers to get him clean. He finally succumbed to pressure and washed a few months ago. Love that. I've got to look him up right now. God, I just... His favorite meal was porcupine. And he lived between a hole in the ground and a brick shack built by concerned neighbors. I mean, this is quite a story. Yeah, this is, whoa, what? World's dirtiest man. How about world's most interesting man? I know, I'm, I love him. And, and this photo that I am seeing of him, he is smoking four cigarettes at once. Oh, oh okay. That. It's not really for health reasons, man. <laughs> yeah, it says he was also fond of smoking, being pictured on at least one occasion, puffing on more than one cigarette at once. The man lived till he was 94. And he could have lived longer had he not bathed. He had not washed or brushed his teeth for 35 years. And that was in 2009. So anyway, I just want to. Oh my gosh. See that for me. I can't do not brushed his. Yeah. You don't know. know. Well, dental health is tied to like, if you get an infection in your mouth, it can go in your bloodstream. He lived till he was 94. Haley. You're right. No, you're right. (laughs) That's it. Bathing killed the man. Bathing killed the man. <laughs> I just Blair, saw that today and I was like, wow. This if is your new so Twitter cool. bio isn't just bathing killed the man and then a link to this story, <laughs> what was it all for? What was it all for? What was it all for? So anyway, I just wanted to make sure you guys do that. <clears throat> no, okay. actually, I will be doing a full deep dive on that tonight. Thank you. I can only read so much of this article because now the Guardian wants me to contribute. I recommend the BBC World article. I tweeted it oh. on my Twitter. If you go to at Claire oh, Crouch on Twitter. You tweeted, you tweeted it? it on Twitter? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the clarification of I tweeted it on my Twitter. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, love it. Okay, good. I'm going to read about him. Ooh, you sweet thing. I'm sorry. Man, the pressure must have been intense if he held out for 35 years and finally one day he's like, fine, I'll do it. And then he became ill shortly after. Yikes. And you know that day when he started to develop the cough or whatever took him, he was like, I knew it. Yeah. He's like, you villagers, this is on you. His last words were, this is on you. This is on you. Which honestly, if if things go according to plan, those two will be my last words. I hope they're mine. This (laughs) This is is on you. This is on you. And I do a sweeping point to everyone in the room. Hey, and at least I, your last words are recorded. Huh? At least they're recorded. That's right. Here on this podcast. That's right. Um, okay. All right, fave self-care. Let's get into it. Um, um, who wants to go? I'll, I'll go first. Um, Let's hear it. My favorite. Wow. I really experienced joy this morning. And 
it was plugging in my new Glade plugin in my office. I have never used a plugin before in my life until I've gotten this office. And like a couple months ago, I was in a different person's office and I was like, oh my gosh, it smells so good in here. And she's like, yeah, you got to get yourself a plug-in. And I was like, what? And she said, get yourself one of the Glade oil Febreze um, plug-ins. And I did. And I got like the, it was like a bamboo scent or something. And it just smelled so good, so divine. And well, it's gotten cooler here. And so I decided I needed a cozier scent for the cooler months. And so today I plugged in my fall, like, pumpkin, caramel, um, spicy smelling plug-in. And I was just like sitting at my desk experiencing like actual glee from it. I was like, I've, I would have never thought a Glade plug-in could do this to me, but it is. And so I'm loving it. I forget about Glade plugins. I can remember I used them and I've used them before, but it's probably been 10 years. Yeah, I've never. And they are delightful. It's like the scent you can control, like how strong it is. And um, it's great for like smaller spaces. It's not overwhelming. And it really does add something. Makes it just feel a little more homey. Um, Yeah, totally. It's like like burning a candle, but that's frowned upon in a workplace. Yeah. So you're getting that scent and that coziness, but without the, you know, fire starter. Yes. Yeah. Which I do have a candle on my desk and I have burned it one time. And someone said, you got to blow that out. I was like, okay. Okay. Well, you know what? Honestly, fine. I'll let really, like, plug like, it on fire then. I was waiting. I, I lit it knowing like this may not be allowed, but I'm going to wait for someone to tell me. And they were pretty quick to tell me. Um, hmm. So anyway, my Glade plug in and then my self care, I was really proud of myself on Sunday and I've been trying to, so it's only Tuesday and I've only really done it once, but I felt the joy of it. And so I'm trying to like remind myself of like winding down earlier, not like, like turning the TV off, going to my bed and actually getting like a good amount of sleep. Cause like on Sunday night I was in bed, I was like asleep by nine 45 and it was Ooh. glorious. And then, I, yeah, I was also tired. Like last week was the week coming back from Charleston and it was so busy that like I finally just needed to snooze for a long time yeah but um it it really is beneficial to get good night's sleep I don't know how many times in my life I'm gonna have to learn this lesson but um once again I'm here to tell you that it really does make a difference if you get sleep (laughs) Taylor said that the lesson you don't learn it is it is the lesson I I remember what song she says that in it but she says that I remembered it I was like, hmm, that's a good lyric. The great poet of our time. Yeah. Um, um, all right, I'll pop in next. My favorite is a new eye cream that I have purchased. I got, I love an eye cream. Like I'm one of those, some people say that they think eye creams are dumb. I don't, I don't care. I think they're unnecessary for me. They're extreme necessity. I love an eye cream. I have to use it. I don't feel like I've done my skincare until I put on an eye cream. Mm-hmm. So I got a sample of an, it, I usually use, I've been using an Olay eye cream for years now. Um, and then I've dabbled in some others, but there's an Olay one from the drugstore that I really like. I think it's called, it's like Olay ultimate eye cream or something. Well, I got a free sample recently of an it cosmetics eye cream. Oh my God. Which one? Uh, um, well, I didn't write it down. I was just going to tell y'all it's the it cosmetics eye cream. <laughs> That's the, it's the you know one they make, you know, you it. know, it's 
the one in the in is the it jar. like is it the one that comes in that little jar with like the cork top almost no it, it's a silver top um here it is it cosmetics confident it's part of their confidence in a cream confidence line. oh it okay. cosmetics confidence in a cream anti-aging peptide eye cream oh i got a sample of it it's the texture for me it reminds me of a lawn comb eye cream i used to use probably five years ago it's like a balm sort of but a really light balm. So it's not a cream that sometimes are too slippy around my eyes. And I feel like even if I get a tiny amount, then I'm rubbing forever, Yeah. but it's not like an actual like Vaseline type balm. It's this perfect creamy yet that you kind of can just tap it in. It's not a gel. It's not a lotion. It is like a balm and it is, I really think it's doing a good job, but I also just really enjoy applying it. So I got the sample and I liked it so much. I blew through the sample and I actually, ended up purchasing it um, because it is a luxury product, you know, or one of the more expensive brands. It is like $40, but it's a pretty big pot and you're just using a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm actually shocked because I've not used a luxury type or a more expensive type eye cream in years since that Lancome when I used, which was also kind of a balmy texture. And when I used this, I was like, I forgot how much I liked that texture under my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, it cosmetics confidence in an eye cream, anti-aging peptide eye cream. Oh, so right now on Ulta's website, which is where I got it, it's $39.50. It is on sale for some reason on it cosmetics website for $29.62. Oh, cool. But for some reason today it is $10 off. I don't know why. But anyway, snap you some. I love it. If it, it's just oh, it's just so oh, it's a dream to put on. Oh, that's good to know. Cause I've I've used the same eye cream now for a little while. I use the Mario Badescu Hyaluronic eye cream. And I like it, but I'm always wondering if I could have a better eye cream. And so yeah. maybe I'll try and get a sample of this. Yeah, I got a little, and it, it's just, uh, yeah. I've not been using it long enough to promise the effects, everything it promises, but it cosmetics, I feel like is a good brand. And they, they're one of those that heralds themselves on all the research they've done. Yeah. And so I feel like I'm like, okay, this confidence line, I think is good. Okay. And then it's actually really funny, Claire, that you brought up lotion earlier because I was going to, my self-care is making myself put on body lotion, even when I'm really tired, when I get out of the shower, because for me, yes, uh, you have to, especially this time of year. And if I miss it, even for one day, I'm like, I feel awful. I just don't feel done. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't feel mm-hmm. done. No, I like, I, uh, you, I, I, I kind of just can't, I have to do yeah. it. I have yeah. to do it. Well, I missed doing it a couple times last week because last week coming back, that's how I wasn't on the podcast last week. I just had too much going on. Come back from the trip. And then last week was truly the most insanely busy week. Like I was just here and there and yonder and everywhere. And so there were a couple nights when I got out of the sh- shower, I just was like, I just, I cannot do it. So I didn't immediately regretted it. And I realized I was like, no, yes, I saved myself three minutes or whatever but I felt not great. And so I was like, you know what? I need to think of it as less of a chore and more of a self-care because I do love when you get in bed, if you shower at night and you get in bed and you're wearing like shorts and a t-shirt or something, or and then you're lotiony legs. Like I'll oh, like, it feels you know, so good. It feels so good. And I was like, why would I deprive myself of such luxury? So I always wish you could just like roll in some lotion and then get in bed. Like so it's just the pop process, pump, pump, pump lather like put it all over me plump, 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 do other things because like I gotta do my feet I do I have no every square inch of my body gets covered in lotion yes yes how do you do the feet and not feel gross after like walking across the bathroom floor I get my house shoes 
I make sure my house oh, is there and I immediately, and I also, I go, I go straight from like, usually I'll put my towel on the ground. So I won't like reuse that towel. So I'm standing on the towel. I do my lotion and I go straight from towel to slipper. Okay. That's a good idea because a lot of times I will skip the feet. Cause I'm like, you know what? I just, I can't, I don't know what I to do. I don't want to get hair on my feet. Like, yeah. I don't want to a slip and fall accident. Um, <laughs> so. well, I, I'll skip my feet, but sometimes I'll put a little like aquaphor on it and then I'll put a sock on and oh, I, yeah. and it's, Hard to sleep with socks on, but knowing that I'm going to have like buttery oh, sock feet the no, next I sleep day. with socks on in the wintertime. And honestly, visibility for sock wearers in bed. I know people are <laughs> to hate on it, but sometimes I simply cannot rest until my little toes are covered. No, there's a time and a place for me. I used to be very anti-sock in bed, but wintertime, if it's a cold night, have to. I feel like nine. I don't care if I'm on sweatpants, a sweatshirt. I could be sleeping in a toboggan, which I have done before on a terrible camping trip that these girls know about. Um, but <laughs> if I'm laying in bed, I've got 50 blankets on me, and I'm the least bit cold. If I don't have socks on, I'm convinced it's my body heat is shooting out my feet. Yes. Convinced. So, like, yeah, if it's cold, I've got to put a pair of socks. Otherwise, I hate it. I hate it. I think it feels terrible. But if it's cold, I'm like. Because for me, if my hands or feet get cold, I'm done. My the day is over. It's misery. It's it is true misery. So anyway, yeah, Jacqueline. Anyway, so for me, I was just like, no, I need a lotion because it makes me feel so good. And these three minutes I save is not worth me the whole next day being like. Or if I have on like a dress or something, then using because I keep a bottle of lotion on my desk at work to put on my hands every time I wash my hands. I'm in there when no one's looking, putting lotion on my calves because I'm like, oh, they're so dry. <laughs> my legs are ashy. My legs are ashy and they're hurting me. So anyway, use that lotion and use Vaseline, advanced repair, unscented intensive care lotion. I love, yeah, as Claire said earlier, she's a Vaseline truther. I think I am in a way as well. I'm, I'm Vaseline, I'm Aquaphor, all about them both. Yeah. But the fact, something about this lotion, it's the Vaseline in it that turns it up a notch, that turns me into a sexy sock wearing baby. Sexy. I'm a sexy baby Baby. with socks on. All right. Hit us with it, Jay Quizzle. Um, So my favorite thing this week is um, a little show called The Watcher on Netflix. Really? Um, (laughs) So I know. So- we already we talked about it a little bit last week, Haley. Where I was I like, know. Oh, no. I was like, I finally okay. I I finished it and I enjoy it. Um, if you listen to Radio Rental, they did an episode on this, and it's basically like these people buy this big house. They start getting these letter, these like creepy letters, um, and that are like, oh, someone's watching you. And then this show is like very loosely based on that story. And it's like this big elaborate thing. Jennifer Coolidge is in it. Um, all of these other like really well-known actors and actresses are in it. Um, I don't know. Didn't love it, but it's just like one of those shows where it was just kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad I finished it. On everything. It's what everybody's talking about right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I, I am glad I finished it. Um, it's not like the same level. I feel like a lot of people are talking about it. Like we talked about White Lotus. 
or like one of those or like, um, I don't know, like kind of like one of those other shows and it's not as good as that, yeah. but it's so, it's like so fun watch. So that's my favorite thing this week. Um, and then my self care is this week as I finally got one of those little gua sha things. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I'll report back. I started using it yesterday. I don't know. I'm still kind of trying to learn how to use it. I've watched a lot of TikToks and YouTube videos on like what angles I should use on different parts of my face, when I should use it, what kind of serum I should use on my face when I use it. Uh, I don't know. So I'll report back. But the before and afters on some people are wild. Oh, I know. I have one. And I think if I could just force myself to dedicate myself to using it regularly, yeah, Claire has one. Respect to you, Jacqueline, for if you commit to it, because that's the thing too. Is like, yeah, I've seen all those videos. I'm like, wow, and I've got one, and, uh, and I'll use it once a fortnight, and then and I'm, who, and I'm like, and why is my face not perfectly sculpted? Is this not enough? I wore, I wore my eye patches once this quarter, and you thought about it, so that's enough. Yeah. I like a one-time use thing and I want instant results. I want a gua sha. I want an eye patch. I want to work out once I want, and I want to look unreal. Like a sexy baby. Like a sexy baby. Truly guys, that is the new bar that has been set. It is. Sexy. Thanks a lot, Taylor. Better bodies, sexy baby. Oh, Lord. I think we're done. I think we, we are. Did it. Girlies, uh, let us know y'all's favorite song um, and also enjoy our uh, Instagram post, Jacqueline Made R, because everyone's been recreating the Midnight's album cover, Jacqueline, courtesy of Jacqueline, she made ours, love it, honestly, that probably was taken about midnight. (laughs) Probably, probably (laughs) honestly, it probably was taken about midnight, it's a great picture, let us know what you think, comment, like, subscribe, do all the things, you know what to do, let us know your current favorite, literally, the moment you hear this tweet us dm us whatever tell us what song you're crushing on for midnights yes we need to know we need to know yes we need to know okay thank you for listening don't forget to follow instagram email us um tell your friends about us because that's the gift you can give us okay yeah thank you we love gifts we do love gifts goodbye bye Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and 
Vermont, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job, it's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.